The FA Cup final is just around the corner, so today in the Fine Margins YouTube channel, I'm going to be previewing exactly what you should expect to see from the Manchester Giants in the match before going into some betting to help set us up for Saturday. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Fine Margins YouTube channel, the soccer and tennis content division of the Hammer Betting Network, where we go through match previews like this and also do some betting a little bit along the way. If you find yourself enjoying what you see from today's video, please make sure you drop a like and consider subscribing for more content like this coming at you very soon. But today we're going to be previewing, of course, the FA Cup final between Manchester United and Manchester City. Manchester United looking for their second trophy of the season. Manchester City, of course, this is the second of three in their bid to win the treble this season. They will certainly feel as though that treble is beckoning and they could become the second ever English club behind Manchester United in 1999 to win the treble, meaning you win the Premier League, the FA Cup, as well as the Champions League. That Champions League final is next week against Inter Milan. But we don't need to worry about that yet. Stay tuned for our preview on that one coming up next week. But for this one, what I want to do is focus a little bit on the betting, go a little bit into what we can expect to see from Manchester United from a tactical perspective, what we can see from Manchester City from a tactical perspective, and finally, I'll go through my favorite bet for the match. So for starters, from a betting perspective, Manchester City, to the surprise of literally nobody, is a massive favorite for this one. We're going to pull up the pinnacle odd screen here. Right around minus 360 as it comes to Man City. It's minus 363 over here. You can find best price on Man City. From what I've seen, to lift a trophy at minus 363. Manchester United are close to plus 300 in this match. You can find a plus 300, but they're mostly hovering in around the plus 260 to 300 range. As far as the match goes to win in the 90, City are minus 187 over there. If you want to get any action in on the goals, the over-under is right around 2.75 for the total goals. Minus 119 on pinnacle for the over, plus 106 on the under. So. Firmly favored here are the citizens against Manchester United. And you have to expect that. You have to expect City to be the favorites here. In the last few months, they have just been utterly unstoppable. You know, once it kind of dawned on them that they were really falling behind Arsenal in their Premier League title race, well, they just decided they were going to win like every single game. And that was in the league. That was also from a Champions League perspective. Just to absolutely blow away that Real Madrid team in the second leg of their Champions League semifinal clash. Uh, it, it must be a little bit scary for Manchester United to go in facing this one. If Manchester United do come out and win this match, they'll likely have to eke this one out. City could do the same. They could eke this one out. It could go all the way to penalties. But there is a distinct possibility that City could absolutely run them over like they did Real Madrid in that second leg in the Champions League semifinals, like they did Manchester United early on in the season when they beat them 6-3 at the Etihad. And uh, it was 6-1 at one point. So it could easily get out of hand for Manchester United. But let's talk now, Manchester United, what we can expect to see them from them from a tactical perspective. So for starters, to let you guys know, I am a Manchester United fan. I've got some scarves up here on my wall. I am a Manchester United fan. So I'm going to try to alleviate as much bias as possible from this. It may slip out, but hopefully not. So, no Anthony Martial for Manchester United going into this match. I personally don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think he should have started regardless for Manchester United. Martial is a player 
who really, really struggles to hold up the ball. It's not bad from a counterattacking perspective, but when the having possession is going to be so seldom seen for United, likely in this match, you need somebody who is much more skilled at holding up the play. Martial just isn't that. And United should really look to move on and find a proper striker for the upcoming season. Marcus Rashford will be up top for this match, I assume. And we'll see likely on the wings for this one, Sancho on the left, Anthony on the right. Some speculation from fans that maybe Garnacho is the better choice to go on the left and you put Sancho on the right. I don't think we're going to see that as much as Anthony struggled in front of goals. In front of goal this season, hasn't found his shooting boots as of yet for the Manchester United in the red shirt. But Eric Ten Hag is a fan and Anthony holds with the ball really well, can get you out of trouble and just maintain possession. Like I said, with possession being so seldom seen, having him on the right, the ability to take on players, the ability to hold the ball, even if it's for sometimes a little bit too long. That's great to see. Manchester United will be having Casemiro in the midfield. There's questions from me if Fred is the better choice alongside him. Fred is really good and really well-suited to games like this. He is very well-suited when United aren't going to have the ball a lot. When he has to be a decision-maker, when United have a lot of possession, he's constantly making passes, constantly having to keep the game ticking for his club, that's where he really starts to struggle because he's just not very good at it. He's just not a very good player on the ball. But in matches like this where he's not going to be on the ball a lot, and if he is, it's very quick decisions, very quick one-touch passing. That's what suits him a little bit better. So he's had some excellent matches against City in his entire Manchester United tenure. I wonder if they're going to go back to him for his defensive abilities for this one and put him next to Casemiro. You might call that a bit negative because it's a cup final. You're playing against your rivals, but that just might be what United have to do. What's also excellent for them is that Bruno Fernandes is like the perfect player to have for the role here. He is such a workhorse defensively. Have him at the 10, that would be great. Also a sneaking suspicion that he could be on the wing. They could bring in another player in midfield just to shut up, just to, to shore themselves up a little bit there. But I expect to see in the midfield Bruno Fernandes at the 10. That could absolutely change. From a defensive perspective, we're going to see Rafael Varane 100% alongside Varane is where there could be some discussions. I don't think it's completely beyond Ten Hag to go with Luke Shaw beside him. Don't think we're going to see that. I think you'd much rather have the, the excellent tactical play of Luke Shaw going forward on the left. He has had so many great matches against City as well in his United career. You'll probably still go with Eric Lindelof at the side of him. You just can't play Harry Maguire in a high-profile game like this. And on the right side, uh, expectation is Wambi Saka will get the favor here because of his defensive ability as opposed to Diogo Dallo. No surprises, David De Gea in net. So what are City going to be looking to exploit from this match? Well, first of all, I don't think there's going to be really any joy for United down their left side with Kyle Walker playing at the right uh, on the right side with the formation that City have as well. Nathan Ake is going to be a men for them on the left side. There's just so much ground that those two can cover. So versatile over there. I don't really know what to call their formation, but John Stones in midfield has been fantastic. Rodri is going to keep the game ticking for this team. It's just going to be so mightily difficult for United in this one. Erling Holland will be up top. Kevin De Bruyne will be in midfield. And from the wingers... We'll see Jack Grealish. I would be shocked not to see him on the left. That doesn't instill a ton of fear, I don't think, in Manchester United on the right side. I think Wan-Bissaka can manage that. It's just when, I think from City's perspective, it's better to have Grealish out wide on the right because he can cut inside, he can move inside, get within the flow of the midfield as well. Whereas 
you know, in past Manchester derbies, like the amount of time it's been Sterling going against, going up against Wan-Bissaka. If you're consistently trying to take on Wan-Bissaka one, one-on-one, you're not going to have a lot of joy there. But having Grealish come inside, maybe having Wan-Bissaka a little bit distracted, as good as he's a player as he is 1v1 at tackling, not great off the ball in terms of man marking, which I can see Erling Holland drifting out into those sides a lot when City are attacking on the right flank. From the right flank, Bernardo Silva finished the season extremely well. I would suspect that he is the one that is going to get the nod in this one. And I mean, would that would that team that they have in place, is it going to be Gundogan, Rodri, De Bruyne, Grealish, Bernardo Silva? Like how, how are you just going to be able to get the ball off of those players? United are going to have to sit pretty deep and look to hit quickly on the counter. But a lot of players on their on their team that are going to be able to do that. This season when the two clubs play each other, I spoke about the 6-3 match. United won the reverse fixture at Old Trafford. A little bit of help thanks to, quite honestly, one of the worst officiating decisions of the season when Bruno Fernandes scored the equalizer before Rashford scored the winner just a minute later. But I mean, first one, Rashford was very clearly involved in the play, was very clearly offside. Um, I didn't hate it at the time, of course, as a United fan, but chances will be seldom seen from United in this one. And certainly City are favored. That being said, United have a lot that can still punish City on these counterattacks. They can be clinical, and they have the players that can really hurt City in transition. And, you know, I understand completely here that City are going to be the favorites. City are the massive favorites to win this trophy, but I don't give them as massive of a chance as the betting odds are suggesting here. I'm not trying to be biased here, but I was a little bit shocked to see Manchester United to lift the trophy at plus 300 here. Giving United a plus 300 would imply a probability of 25%, just double checking, 25% chance United win the trophy here. I'm not saying they should be 50%. I'm not saying they should be necessarily like 40, 45%, but I'm saying it's probably a good amount higher than 25% chance in my eyes that United can sneak through and claim the trophy for their club here. And it'd be a successful season for Ten Hag to go through and win both domestic cup trophies after winning the league cup against Newcastle earlier on in the season. City, of course, will be desperate to go and win the treble. You know, their their bigger match, of course, is next week, but it means a little bit more. They're going for the treble in that match. And of course, you have to win this one along the way. But I think what United have defensively can be stubborn. Casemiro is going to have to be immense in midfield. Varane is going to have to really boss the back line. Luke Shaw has been pretty, like, Pretty great in the second half of the season. Wan-Bissaka has just been excellent in the second half of the season. There's a lot here that Manchester United can throw at City to be a little bit more stubborn in the back line. I think they have what they what it takes to hurt them on the counterattacks with the creativity that they possess up top. City are going to have the ball the most. They're probably going to have the bulk of the chances. Recognize all this. Plus 300 just goes a little bit too far for Manchester United here for me not to take. That's not... Hopefully me coming through as a fan, but putting a little bit on that plus 300 sets us up quite well for that FA Cup final. As far as the goals go, if I had to choose, I'd lean the over on the goals. If it does go over, then it would be for City, but there's not really one way or another that I really want to play the over under inside the 90 here. Don't really want to play the win draw win inside the 90 either. I guess if I had to play something, it would be on City, but don't like those prices. I do like, once again, the 
the price on United to come through and find a way to lift a trophy in this one. This has been your FA Cup final preview here on the Fine Margins YouTube channel. Stay tuned. Next week on Monday, we're going to have a French Open middle of the tournament review preview for what we see from the rest of it from our tennis guys on this channel. And next week as well, we will have our Champions League final preview. But Keep it locked with the Fine Margins Networks by following or subscribing. Make sure you drop a like if you do enjoy the content. Take a moment to rate and review five stars if you are listening in audio form. And we'll be back very soon for some more soccer or tennis content part of the Hammer Betting Network.